With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Conversation starters for the drain man. Drain relining is the no dig, no drama way to rehabilitate your assets. The drain man. Oh, no, I'm getting Waza from Windscreen text ringing me. says he would have sorted me out no problem. Uh, sorry, Waz, I'm... Not well, too late. Well, it kind of is. Well, help Gary out because if you do have to go out to Clayton South well, and three wait hours, two or three hours for your car to be fixed, what are you going to do out there? Oh, that would be actually a very good call. Give me some things Some to suggestions. Because yeah. he he's, he's too tight to hop in a cab and go anywhere else. Oh. He wants to stay out there yeah, and wait until his windscreen's fixed. <laughs> an Uber back from Clayton South. <laughs> I am a slight tight ass. You're going to July. And as a mate of his, um, should I should I turn my whole day around so that it's I can help him? not the whole day. You just whip me out in the morning and then take off to Geelong. Not, it's not that far. Um. Anyway, thanks, Wazza. I appreciate it from Windscreen Tech, but I'm sort of hooked in at the minute. Right, last night at Icon Park, the first of the Amy Community Series, they did a great job. It was a charity shield to raise money for Food Bank. They, they feed 57,000 people a day, Food Bank. Yes, that is an extraordinary effort. And $1 gets two meals. So if you want to contribute, I'm still, I'm sure there's still ways to do it. But uh, they took on the Tigers, uh, did the reigning premiers. They were a bit slow out of the box. Wisp, the Richmond dominated for the first mm. 20 minutes. They kicked a one goal seven. That was their return. And probably from about that time on, the Pies rested back control and they did it pretty comfortably in the end. They won by 30 points. They only kicked five goals, the Tigers. They kicked five goals, 16. Mm. Um, same old, uh, for Collingwood. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Oh, yeah, please. Before you start rambling on, uh, because the ramble finished at seven o'clock this morning. Yep. Okay. So yep. this is direct questioning of you, the premier commentator in this country. Have you noticed anything or did you notice anything different about Richmond under Adam Uze last night? Ah, what did I know? I thought, well, when they were, their first 20 minutes was, they looked like they were souped up and maybe that's the first, yeah, the coach and everyone wanted to make an impression. Their forward pressure was great. So um, Collingwood couldn't exit in the manner that they like to, how they, you know, how aggressive they are when they move the footy. But they they stopped them in their tracks and they're turning the ball over in the right parts of the ground and, and going back inside 50. It was about, I think it was about 12-3 inside 50s early. As I said, they mm. got they kicked one goal seven. So all that great work of the pressure, turn the ball over, which is what all clubs are trying to do, against, particularly against a side like Collingwood, and they just didn't get any reward on the scoreboard. So... 
then they, they started Bolter forward. He didn't have a great right. night. And he and Kaczynski didn't have a great night. So the big two key forwards didn't dominate by any stretch. Dustin. Is that going to be a problem for them this season, do you think? If Lynch, well, if, that, if we don't see Lynch for a while, obviously, you know, Revolt's gone. Yeah. Is that going to be – on what you've seen last night, small sample size, understand. But he, are they going to have to tinker with that bit. part of their game? A little bit. But Dustin and, and Bolton – we're both always there and thereabouts. Now, Dusty started really well, and and you know how good Shea Bolton is. So, you can you can manufacture something, you can make something happen. Mm. But we spoke to Tom Lynch last night. I had a chat with him off air. He's he's really confident that he's over his foot injury, and if he's not going to be there for the first game, then he reckons he'll be back early. So, he and Bolter as two big key forwards. I, I really like that with you know the others at his feet. So, um, and then. Gibkiss down back. Yeah, well, they were able to play Boulder Ford because Gibkiss came back and he was, you know, sensational. I thought he was. I thought he was. You were really the story. Uh, you really liked him. Well, time. he was. A st- I thought he and Naismith were the story for the Tigers. Um, Sam Naismith hadn't played footy since twenty twenty. A senior game of footy since twenty twenty. He, he is an extraordinary story. But if if the captain was available. Would, could you see them playing both Naismith and well, Nan Curvis in the same it's a team? Good question, isn't it? So you got Naismith, Nan Curvis, Ryan, mm. Samson Ryan is mm. is a tall kid. Then you got Bolter and Lynch as well. Bolter could pinch hit you know in the ruck for ten minutes if you needed to. So that's one of the they're really well served. Miller um, down the back, mm. and so they got these big, tall, six foot seven, six foot six blokes. But uh, no, I don't know whether they play both of them. To be perfectly honest. He Dave, put his hand for he's pretty he's put his hand up. You know, I've always thought, and you do too. I think that uh, the best forwards are really smart players. Mm. Like there's got to be a high level, I think, of football intelligence about a good key forward. Mm. Do you think Bolter is there yet as that type of player? I'm not talking about the athleticism because he's a wonderful looking athlete. He's big. He's strong. He's powerful. He's quick. He's agile. All that sort of stuff. But just to pick up the nuances of the yeah. game and the placement of self and you know that type of thing, do you think he's there yet? No, he's forward? not a natural forward. He's not a natural forward. So he, you'd hope that he can learn. But if you're not a natural forward, you've got to be the other thing, and that is a competitive beast. And he's more inclined for that. Like he crash, he'll crash a yeah. pack. He's at, you know he'll get to contests. He won't get outmarked. So he's going to bring all those elements, and then you hope that he learn, you know, learn some of that nuance. Just talk about. As he goes through it, but no, he's not. He's not your natural. I, I go at the other end, and you watch one of my boys, Brody Mycheck, yep. and the way he works, and you know, pushes up to the wing, and then gets back, and you know, realizes when he needs to be an option for the those coming out of defence, and realizes when he can push deep. So he, he doesn't have those natural instincts, but he's a, he is a competitive. Bugger, there's no doubt about that. You talked uh, briefly last night during the telecast uh, about um, Ash. Johnson, uh, Eddie spoke about him a little bit as well. Is he? Does he need to do more work yeah, as a forward? For sure. Is he a bit lazy? No, I don't know if he's lazy, but he doesn't. He didn't look like you know he was to the same extent that you're talking about. You know, it's not. It's a, it's a game within a game as a key mm. forward. Mm. You, you've got to be able to be that target and present and you know do all the things that so my check was doing. But it's also you're playing against your opponent and. You've got to make him think about stuff other than just focusing on what's happening up there. So yeah. Gibkiss's athleticism allows him he, – he played super game, but he never really had to worry about what Ash Johnson was doing. Like Johnson went mm. to every predictable spot, stood there sometimes just, you know, okay, I'm down the line and 
then the contest would play out, and then that's when you run back to the goal square. That's mm. when you you know you make Gibkiss turn around, mm. and so so all that thing because he and McInnes were on display. That's why we focused on it a lot last night. That you know Craig McRae said, "Listen, these blokes are getting a shot at it because you know McStay's not there. Who's it going to be?" So it was a little bit of a you know rehearsal, if you like. So Johnson had first crack at it. Didn't think like I'm a big. I think Johnson's got great ability, but. He didn't do much. And then McInnes came on just after half time and he, you know, he kicked a couple of goals or kicked, had three shots at goal pretty early. Looked like he worked a bit harder. Yep. But I don't think either of them locked down their spot. Okay. They recruited Schultz from Fremantle. Is that an upgrade on Ginevan, say, having yep. Schultz in the side? I think so. Significant or just marginal? Um, significant. Well, no, I think it's a. It kicks the ball beautifully from. Yeah, he was lost. Further early. up the field, doesn't he? He was lost in the. In the wash, you know, he's trying to work out where the ball was going, and after half time, he he does all his best work by getting up high, like he he'll pressure and chase out, mm. and then get involved on the way back. And yeah, his kicking inside footy was inside fifty rather was great. But he's an intelligent. He's, 50 a, he's a super intelligent player too. He's, a, he's a real worker. Thinker. He's yeah. a worker wisp. Yeah. He works so hard. So from that point of view, yeah, Ginevan might get there, but he, I don't think Ginevan worked as hard as what Lockie Schultz did. So I think Schultz is going to be a real favourite with he's the fans be too, because of the way that he plays. And he got it probably at the end of the day. I don't know. Did he kick two? Uh, what did he kick uh, goals here? One or one. two? He got one, but one. He, he hit he a couple a of players yeah. lace out. Yeah. And the thing is, this is the other thing, is you've got Bobby Hill, who's the reigning Norm Smith medalist. So now you got who do you go to as your most dangerous? This is, you know, the opposition clubs are going to have to work out now. Mm. You're doing your planning. We're going to Hill, we're going to Schultz, and both of them can get high and work their way back. So, no, they've added. They've added there. I think he's an upgrade on Ginnam and Schultz. And Taranto and Hopper, um, did you think that, there was a difference about their stoppage work that wasn't apparent last year. No, I didn't notice. I didn't notice anything. But again, not my sp- spot really. But Taranto, Taranto just did what Taranto does. Yeah, yeah. Just got eat a footy. He had six touches in the first three minutes. Just keep finding mm. the footy. But and I know, you know, Corn gets <laughs> gets all the heat because he, he, you know, he was a bit exaggerated where he sits. But he, he doesn't. You don't watch a game and walk away from it and go, geez, Taranto was creative or, gee, set stuff up. You walk away from, gee, accumulated a lot of footy and worked his backside off mm. and just put his head in the hole. All those really great things that you admire. But I don't think either he or Hopper for mine, you know, you get the creative brilliance that Dustin brings or Shea Bolton brings when they go in there. So, No, um, he doesn't play like that. He plays more like... Um, um, he plays more like Mitchell, probably like a Tommy Mitchell type thing. It's like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 right. That's a good point. Um, there's a couple other um, young fella. The young boy Dean came on and played you know, defence when when uh, Darcy Moore went off. So Charlie Dean, he looks like he's capable if they needed to go there. And you know, uh, Jeremy Howe, of course, they expect him to be back. Pendlebury will be back. But it it's hard to break down Collingwood's defence, isn't it? There were once they got. Once they got settled and the game sort of spun back around on their terms, pretty much. If you can't, if you can't get the ball through the the central part of the ground quickly and effectively, yeah. and they get time to set up and zone, and they're so athletic and they really understand each other, they've been playing together for a while now. It is very hard to break it down. It is, and that that's where yeah, for Rust or first time out, they were caught out a lot early. 
when they did get through Richmond. Mm. When they, and that's a challenge. I think that's a challenge for all teams this year. Can you get through? And not just Coll- can you get through Collingwood. I think most teams are going to be aggressive in the way they defend. It's just a matter of whether or not you can get through. And Richmond did early. They just charged through them. You know, the, and then um, Darcy was caught out of position. and they, they, So they made that adjustment as the game wore on. But, um, yeah, they tightened up. And then... And then you come to admire what they do. They support each other so yes. beautifully in the back half. So They're um, well drilled. They are really well but drilled. But you get to talk to – when it's great when you're at the ground for a practice match like that and you go down the ground and you get to talk to all the different people who are just around and this is not any – this is not groundbreaking. You, it won't be the first time you hear this, but as soon as Dacos and Dagoe just took over the game, the whole thing changed. Mm. Like they ended up sort of – then they just dictate where the ball goes and where they run and – you know, the creativeness that comes out of them and you could just see the Collingwood sort of brains trust just start nodding their head going, oh, and yeah, that's that's what it looks like again when they started to run the show. So, Did you see anything in Richmond performance that would suggest that they're going to be better than they were last season? Or will um, they be one of those teams that will be contesting and fighting for a spot in the yeah? I think the, the latter, the bottom part of the eight. I think the latter. Hutto hit the nail on the head. I reckon everything would have to be uh, would have to be perfect for the Tigers. And I agreed with him. Mm-hmm. And that would be that Lynch has got to come back and get through unscathed. That Bolt, you know, the Bolt, Bolton and Martin are going to play more footy than they don't. Gibkes can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. So all those things have to fall in the place. And we know that doesn't always happen. So now I've got them outside, but um, that's just a a calculated guess at the moment. Let us know what you think. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. What did you see last night? What did you like? What didn't you like? Was there anyone that caught your eye? Share it with us. Damien wants to talk about the windscreen. <laughs> That's maybe an indicator of where we're at. G'day, Damo. Morning, gents. How are you? Good. Just a suggestion for Gary's weight for the windscreen. And they go to the IKEA Super Centre and do a couple of laps and finish up with some home furnishings and a bowl of meatballs. I know, I like it. How far away is it? Is the IKEA out there? Oh, you probably get a bit of a sweat up the walk there, but not too far. There is a golf course right across the road called. I'll be uh, too hot today. Spring Valley, and I looked it up. Oh, she's a very nice course. I think it's a members only job. Do you reckon they'd let me on for a little? It'd be hit? too hot for you to be racing around the golf course today. Wouldn't yeah, well, that might be true. Is it? Uh, is it uh, it's tomorrow. What do you mean tomorrow? Tomorrow's me windscreen appointment. Oh, right. Okay. I thought oh, you were so going... you're available tomorrow? No, no, I'm not available tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> oh you thought you were going today? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you are available tomorrow. No, I'm doing Chris Scott tomorrow. Oh, we got a party It's a very good point off the timber text that um, Tom Dow. It's Thomas Dow? I thought he looked all right, uh, Tommy. Thompson. Thompson Dow. Yeah. yeah. In the uh, in the middle, yeah, he was a positive, hundred percent, great great pickup. Um, this SMS says that he was the cleanest of the lot through the middle, so that was a good positive to come out of it as well. We'll take your calls on the other side of the break. We're here for Melbourne Airport. You get the very best online rates, and we are powered by Kubota. Mm. Apparently, they. Oh no, I won't say that. No. What the adult massage part? No, I won't. No, I won't be saying. I don't that. say that. No.